Good morning and welcome on this Saturday as we close out our week in uh, our daily Bible readings. Being in the Word six days in a row here, we're in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 24 and we're reading about God's commands uh, to his people uh, that, so that they can live together as a society and, and uh, that uh, marriage might be upheld and property might be upheld and life may be upheld uh, and just decency and, and learning to be people who, um, as John says in the New Testament, who have been loved by God and now love God too. Um, learning as Jesus taught in the New Testament in his parables to, to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, this is how those things play out in uh, in their world. Um, and, and it's true for us yet today. We still have laws that, that protect those things too. So you look at verse chapter 24. Um, you remember when Jesus was asked about marriage, the Pharisees came to Jesus in order to test him. Uh, two of the Gospels record this. They said, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Of course, they're trying to pin Jesus in. And Jesus says to them, well, what did God say about marriage? And I love it because he goes back to Genesis. You and I read that not that long ago. Genesis chapter 2, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. That's where our marriage vows come in, where we say, you know, for better, for worse, till death do us part. Uh, we, we include everything that that's intended to be a lifelong commitment until either one of us dies, um, and that we be devoted to that. So when you read here in chapter 24, um, Jesus said, when he, when he quotes this, he says, Moses allowed you to divorce because your hearts were hard. In other words, God knew the sinful heart, and he knew that that uh, making that commitment in marriage, to, for better, for worse, for everything, is not always going to happen. We're sinners. We get selfish. We get self-centered. Uh, we do things our way. Um, and so uh, Luther, when he uh, did the explanation of that commandment, said that we lead a chaste and decent life in everything, and each love and honor his spouse. Um, so uh, both parties, uh, the, the woman in marriage, the, the man in marriage, are called to be extremely committed to one another uh, through everything until death parts us. Um, the, the words of the vows that come in the, in the marriage ceremony, I oftentimes tell couples before uh, before they get married, I said, it's almost cruel what we're asking you to commit to because you don't know a, you don't have a clue of what you're really saying. You don't know what's coming down the line. But that's the point because none of us does because we don't know that there needs to be this commitment that says, hey, baby, no matter what, we are going to stick this out. We are going to we're going to stick together through all of this. Um, but God, knowing that the, the sinful heart um, that sometimes we get, that oftentimes we get selfish and we want our own way. So when He talks about indecency here in verse four, some indecency in the woman, some it must be some. It must not be adultery because adultery we know is a punishable by death. But but some kind of um, activity or action that that's going to hurt the marriage. That's going to you know uh, either have uh, or flirting after someone else or someone else's husband um, and, and in that action. And the same thing for the man would hold true too. Um, he's to be committed to them. Paul says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. So I think he just brings that out in the uh, uh, in the first part of chapter 24 about the decency of marriage. Remember, um, the decency that ought to be that ought to be shown in marriage. Remember, this is God who gives us the command. This is the God who loves us. This is the God uh, who loves us, male and female. The God who uh, gave his, his only son's life for us. Us. Uh, he would never give us command that would be in any way, um, you know, something that would be harmful to us or wouldn't be in our best interest. And then he kind of carried that into the uh, the rest of the laws too. These miscellaneous laws, starting in verse five, um, you know, newly married man. Uh, for one year, needs to work on his marriage whether before he goes out to battle. Um, what what a great thing uh, to focus on that. 
Um, and then the other ones are just kind of decency in dealing with people, uh, whether it's loaning them money, uh, requiring that to be to be paid or not. Um, kind of looks at again at uh, the fact that we are we are stewards of everything that God has given to us. We are blessed with everything God gave to us. Um, sometimes we do loan and and that and we should do that and that's that's okay or it's okay to do that. Uh, but sometimes if situations um, uh, are such, as we read about here, um, uh, you don't always collect on that loan. And maybe you you, uh, uh, you care for someone else uh, in a special kind of way, uh, and especially if, if they're in need. We look, we look at that need. Think of Jesus again uh, with the, uh, the parable of the Good Samaritan. Um, and then the same really carries out in, into the rest of the, uh, the chapter. Um, and uh, making sure that we, uh, that we keep justice. And, uh, you know, the last part of the reaping of the, of the harvest in your field of it's okay to leave some back there. That's going to be for the sojourner, for the, for the poor and others that they can go out and reap that um, for themselves. And in that way, you're caring for them. And in that way, you're showing that, hey, I know uh, every bit of profit I make there is really a gift from God, a blessing from him. He's made it possible for me to do that. And I need to be generous in sharing that and trusting him that he's going he's gonna to provide more. That as he's provided in the past, uh, he's going to continue to do that. So really the heart again of, of what I mentioned yesterday about uh, loving your neighbor as yourself, that second table of the law uh, that Jesus speaks about is really carried out here. So God bless you as you read. Uh, we're going to be in the word today and in, in here in chapter 24. Uh, tomorrow, I pray that you're together with God's people, that community we have together. God is his gift for you. Uh, we're going to have a baptism here at St. Paul's. We're going to be reminded of our own baptism where the Holy Spirit now resides in us. We become a part of the family of God. We receive the benefits that Jesus won for us on the cross. And, uh, and it's totally a gift. That's why that infant baptism is so, uh, is so beautiful because that child baby can't do anything for it. And yet it needs, the child needs it. And, and we thank God for that wonderful gift. And then in community, we begin every time in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, remembering our baptism, how God has, has, has called us out through that and uh, the wonderful gifts he give. And of course, we're going to come to the Lord's Supper too and receive his gifts there. So I pray that you're there uh, in person. Uh, you can enjoy that fellowship. If it's not possible, I pray you find a live stream. Uh, you're certainly welcome to join us. We go at, at nine o'clock, both in person and live stream. And God bless your weekend.